Welcome to Write, Read, and Write. I'm Adam Preston Perel, and breaking news, I am joined by Josiah Seth Gray. That's not news. Uh, that's, that's actually more like old, almost even ancient. Well said. Now on to our main report. Today in Write, Read, and Write, we are covering the essential genre of news reports. Thank you, Josiah. Our report today starts with the basics, the structure, the purpose, the register, the style. We have it all and we're bringing it to you live. Or as live as it can be, so pre-recorded. Yes, that, I guess. Uh, My expectations and expressions of news are based on what I've seen, not on what I should say or write. And as a teacher, I want you to give you the opportunity to correct yourself, Adam. Fine. Dear students and listeners, news reports are generally not so exciting. For instance, if you look at the purpose of a news report, it's not meant to entertain. At least it wasn't back in the good old days. It was meant to be informative, to give you the basic information, only what was known, not what was guessed or felt. The structure of one, generally you can either talk about uh, the, the past and the past tense. Uh, you can use present tense, but that's not as common. And future tense, well, if it hasn't happened, it's more of opinion than fact. Unless you're talking about holidays like Valentine's Day. That's a couple of weeks away. But I'm sure Josiah hasn't forgot. Have you, Josiah? <laughs> not at all, no. And whenever we're looking at the structure of an, a news report... We're generally looking to summarize most of the information in the first paragraph and then expand on that. So the who, what, the where, and the why. And you'll get that in the introduction. You might even have some witness statements in there, some expert opinions, but you generally don't evaluate. That means to add value to anything within the structure. You're just giving the news. And as when we talk about style for news reports, my best suggestions for students is to have short words and sentences and paragraphs don't be descriptive at least not too descriptive if a girl got attacked by a fox you don't need to talk about how bloody her leg was talk about how she was scared or how the neighbors feel or what they're doing to prevent animals from entering the neighborhood okay if you use some dramatic vocabulary that's okay but again try not to be too descriptive try to have like that one powerful adjective or that one powerful verb And try to use proper nouns because people want to know what's going on, not have to guess what it or that means. And then when we're talking about voice, and I know some students still might have a hard time with voice. I want students to know that a news report should be impersonal and objective. That means that we should not necessarily have your personality. If you have a sarcastic voice in writing or use the word like a lot, you want to keep that out. You want to have only what is necessary and only what has an impact. So those big, powerful words, if you can find them, but try not to try not to give judgments or, again, evaluations. And that's sort of just a summary of what you should consider before you even outline or plan your news report for an assignment or the IGCAC exam. So that's that's more like it. Very specific and to the point like a news report should be. But I do think we should emphasize a one a really important point there, and that is checking the sources uh, when you're going through a report. And when I say sources, I, I mean for the primary or the secondary sources, which is important both if you are reading about news and also when you're writing about it. 
or you're doing research and you're getting the news. So one key difference between primary and secondary sources, what they yeah, involve, what I'd call the degree of contact, which you know sounds smart and fancy. So I'm going to say I said that. I don't know if I did or not. Well, I did now. I don't know if anyone's ever said that. I'm going to say that now. <laughs> but basically, how connected to the information is our source? So it's quite simple, but a primary source is a first-hand account. It's someone who is actually there. Whereas a secondary source is, is someone who was indirectly connected to the event. So they weren't actually there when this thing happened. So think about it this way. I'm going to give you an example. Imagine Adam is walking down the street and it's monsoon season as it is every June, July here in, in Yangon. And so it's really stormy and there's a lot of taxis going down the roads because you know, it's Yangon and there's a lot of taxis. And as they often do, the, a taxi comes back and rushes really fast and it sprays him with water. And, you know, he stops and he's really, you know, wet and damp and full of gross Yangon sewer water. But suddenly a bolt of lightning strikes down. It hits a tree right by Adam. He splits it right down the trunk, which crashes just feet before a couple feet in front of Adam. It was absolutely terrifying. I couldn't sleep for weeks. Yeah, yeah, not surprising. If I had gone through that, I wouldn't be able to sleep either. But now Adam... He's gone through this you know, terrible experience, and he's amazed by how he's avoided an untimely death. So he calls me, and he tells me all about it. And of course, Adam relates how this event has shaken him to his core, and he's decided to change his, you know, his life and his ways, and, his, and he's going to pursue the noble job of meteorology. Yes. I believe that I must save people from the wet and potentially life-threatening events that I myself endured. Well, obviously. I, I listen to Adam's story, and I'm just wowed by this. And I tell everyone I know, and I stop people in the streets to tell them as well. And then everyone that you know hears his story is amazed, and they tell everyone else that they know. And they tell everyone else they know. And But you see, if you've ever played the game of telephone you can imagine the problem that's going to happen. Because if you play the game of telephone, you start passing the message from one person at the beginning to the end, and it gets whispered from person to person. And the thing is that message slowly mutates as it gets passed along. And generally, by the end, it's only vaguely similar to what was originally been said. And that's what you need to be careful of when you're considering sources. Adam, in our example, he was there when the event happened. So he's our primary source. And he is therefore trustworthy, we're going to say. Maybe he's a liar. But we're going to imagine he's trustworthy in this story. But however, I'm the secondary source. I wasn't there. I'm just telling you the correct message or maybe the incorrect message or maybe the message by forgot the details or maybe the message, but I'm glorifying the details, or maybe I'm just twisting this all together. And really, you don't know for sure because you're just hearing it from me. So what I want you to do is always try to find that primary source because secondary sources, they're fine and they're good. And a lot of times they might be all you have if something happened decades or centuries or millennia ago. But remember, do your research um, and 
for when you're writing news reports, that's especially important. So meanwhile, if you're, if you're, sorry, I, I flipped that around. If you're reading, it's important. Also, if you're writing and you're doing news reports, try to think whether this is a primary or a secondary source of the event. And if it's a secondary source, make sure it's truthful. If you're being a secondary source and you're reporting the news, try to keep to the facts, like Adam was saying. Don't glorify, don't dramatize, just don't embellish, because are you reporting the news or are you trying to report your news? That's a pretty useful takeaway. I think students should review some of our episodes on hooks, summaries, and purpose to sort of prepare them for this. I mean, I think the primary and secondary information is good. I'm going to pat myself on the back and say my discussion of structure and purpose and voice and style are pretty basic. But, you know, students, as you're listening, it's a good idea to to listen to old episodes on the occasion so that you can sort of refresh on how maybe a hook or, you know, the purpose of a news report will clue into your writing and get a good idea to draw on readers with relevant facts. Um, you can summarize events in your news report. So if you listen to our our, our cast on summarizing it might help you there we can really express everything a news report is supposed to report yeah and so to to practice that i would actually suggest uh some of you to look up the the current news reports on the u.s inauguration that just happened a week or so ago Uh, because you know some news uh sites uh like cnn bbc fox news uh if you look at that uh the thing is most, if not all, of these news agencies are actually very partial. They're not impartial, okay? They have their own agenda. They've got their own beliefs. And so they might love or they might hate the new president, Joe Biden. So it's, it's good to be able to identify where they're trying to tailor and you know, tweak the news to try to show where their partiality is. And so it's good to try to evaluate figure out if you can see which ones are actually being impartial and are based on the facts and they're focusing on, uh, you know, correct language or they're trying to dramatize this and, and overdo, you know, their feelings on this president. And I think that's a good, uh, a good point to bring up. In fact, I was looking at the difference between the hours on a particular show that has an opinion piece and that which reports the news because broadcasters have to inform you when an hour is specifically opinion. Um, and Fox has actually just increased one of their hours within the 24 in a day from taking it away from news and adding a, another opinion hour mm-hmm. to it um, to feed, which is, a, is, is an interesting concept, but I don't want to get too off on the topic. Um, I, I, um, I want students to read magazine articles, and I, that's a bit of a contrast to the news because it's more entertaining and um, I just want students to read those articles and pull the news out of it. That's the relevant information, not the opinions. Uh, Piece together a news report from the entertaining uh, text that you read. Figure out what's important, what's significant, and answer the who, what, where, when, and why. Simple as that. Transform something entertaining into something that might be a little bit dry. Is that it, Adam? Well, I want to share what is new with me or the world. So, Josiah. I finished a show called Blown mm. Away. It's a wonderful show. It's a show about blowing glass, which, you know, I've never done before, but I consider it to be a wonderful art. It's the second season, and it was better than the first, uh, I think. Though, you know, that's not hard to 
do sometimes with shows. Uh, re- represents how our art can come from our experience and our feelings. And that's something st- stressed about an emotional pull. But the glass results were fantastic. And well, in the uh, end... Well, don't say in the end spoilers, Adam. I haven't finished season two yet. <laughs> Honestly, I might not even bother now. I, know, I feel like I know everything. Uh, but, okay, maybe next week. You know, maybe next week, Adam, we should... Focus on how to drop hints and, and tease your audience without spoiling anything. You're a terrible person, Adam. But uh, yes, yes, uh, Blown Away is a fantastic show. It's a great show, um, full of a lot of beauty, and it's one I really enjoy. Yeah, good. You know, the world may not be full of change at the moment, but there's a little pieces here and there to notice and enjoy. I just want all of our listeners and students to appreciate all the new things that happen to us, even the small ones, and maybe even... Report on them, just, you know, not on Facebook. Find a better medium. All right. I think it's the end. It's that time. We're coming to the end of our, uh, our episode here. So, Adam, I'm going to try to give you my uh, best news anchor ending. Are you ready? Sure. I'll even count you off. Three, two, one. So, this has been Write, Read, and Write with Adam Preston Peril and Josiah Gray. Wherever you are and whenever it is, we're glad you tuned in and we'll see you next time.